Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, adam at adamsweb.us, and be sure and rate the show on iTunes. Also, pick up your copy of Fly Another Day, now available in the Kindle store. And for those of you who have Kindle Unlimited, you can read it for free. Uh, pick up uh, Fly Another Day. Well, now it's time for us to get back into Superman and the Ruler of Darkness, Part 3, or October 28th of 1947. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Today, eat Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal, super as in Superman. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, in a desperate attempt to save young Jimmy Olsen's life, Superman streaks to California in search of a man named George Jacoby, who has the same rare type blood as Jimmy. A boy's life depends on my finding your husband in the next 15 minutes, Mrs. Jacoby. Please tell me where he is. I, I don't know where my husband is, Superman. You don't? No. You see, George called up at lunchtime and said an important customer was in town. Yes? He was going out with him for the afternoon and said he might be late for dinner. But didn't he say where he was going? No, no, he didn't. Great Scott, I... I... What'll I do now? Say, suppose you're walking along and suddenly right in front of you, you spot Dana Andrews, the Sam Goldwyn movie star. What a thrill that you snap his picture. Talk about luck. Sure, but you can still be lucky. You can get a photo of Dana Andrews as a prize. He's in that terrific Pep photo series of 24 screen and sports stars. You get one in every package of Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Just think, a photo of your favorite star, like beautiful Hedy Lamar of United Artists. Or George McAfee, great halfback of the Chicago Bears. And every photo's brilliantly clear. Candid camera size for convenience. Not only swell to collect, but carrying Pep Super Photos with you, you're always ready to play the exciting new swap game that's spreading like wildfire. The game called Photo Swap. Right. Listen tomorrow. We'll show you how Photo Swap's played. All with photos from packages of Pep. Those crunchy flakes of good whole wheat. Direct. For an all-round prize dish at breakfast every morning, eat Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super as in Superman. <laughs> Following an operation for a fractured skull, which he suffered in some mysterious manner, cub reporter Jimmy Olsen required an immediate blood transfusion. However, his blood was of an extremely rare type, and the only other person with the same type known to the Metropolis Red Cross was a man named George Jacoby, who had recently moved to California. With less than 20 minutes remaining in which to save Jimmy's life, Clark Kent secretly resumed his true identity of Superman and streaked across the continent to Pasadena, California, the home of George Jacoby. But to Superman's dismay, Mrs. Jacoby said that she had no idea where her husband could be found at that moment. Think, Mrs. Jacoby. Didn't your husband mention something that might give us a clue to where he is? No, no, he didn't. A restaurant. Or a club. Or 
some firm he does business with. No, he didn't, Superman. He just said he was going out for the afternoon with his customer and he might be late coming home for dinner. Oh, I've got to find him, Mrs. Jacoby. I must. Now, look, perhaps someone in his office will know where he went. Where does he work? George is sales manager for the Thompson Shoe Company on 4th and Spring Street in Los Angeles. Thompson Shoe Company, 4th and Spring. Fine. His secretary's name is Miss Timmy. Thanks, Mrs. Jacoby. Oh, uh, by the way, is that your husband's picture on the piano? Yes. Why? Well, I just want to know him if I should see him. Goodbye, Mrs. Jacoby. Goodbye. Now to see Jacoby's secretary. Up and away! Try to remember, Miss Timmy. Are you sure Mr. Jacoby didn't say where he was going with his customer? No, sir. He just said he wouldn't be back today. I see. You say they left here about lunchtime? That's right, Superman. They went out to play golf. Oh? Where does Mr. Jacoby usually play? You should know that. Well, yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, usually he goes to his club. Which club? Well, he belongs to the Pine Hill Club in Westwood. Fine, I'll have a look there. Uh, wait, he sometimes plays Mr. Thompson's club. He's the president of our company. Well, where's that? At uh, the St. Andrews in Bel Air. Okay, thanks again. I'll try them both. Uh, just a minute. Yes? Uh, he also plays at Long Beach. Sometimes he likes the course there. Oh, any place else? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. Oh, thank goodness. So long. <laughs> Well, Jacoby isn't on the Pine Hill course or in the clubhouse either. That leaves Bel Air and Long Beach, and only ten minutes in which to find him and get him back to Metropolis. Away! As Superman continues his desperate search for George Jacoby, Dr. Springer emerges from Jimmy Olsen's hospital room in Metropolis, 3,000 miles away. Editor Perry White walks forward anxiously to meet him. Oh, Doctor. Doctor, how is the boy? He's sinking, Mr. White. Sinking fast. Oh, no, no. Oh, doctor, doctor, do something. For heaven's sake, do something. As we find a blood donor in the next few minutes, there's nothing we can do. Oh, great Caesar, there ought to be at least one person in the city of Metropolis with the same blood type as Jim's, no matter how rare it is. There are millions of people in this town. Uh, the Red Cross found only one. Yes, and he's in California. And what good does that do? None at all. Incidentally, what did Clark Kent mean when he said he had some sort of an idea for getting that fellow here from the coast? No, Kent didn't know what he was talking about. He's all broken up. He... Well, well, you see, Doctor, all of us are very fond of Jim. Of course. Say, what about Miss Lane's idea to make an appeal from your radio station for someone with Olsen's type blood? Well, she's at the studio broadcasting an appeal with Jim's mother right mm -hmm. now, but... By the time she hears from anybody, if she does, and that person gets to the hospital... I'm afraid it'll be too late, Mr. White. We've only got five or ten minutes at most. Oh, ten minutes? Oh, Doctor. Doctor, isn't there anything else you can do to save that boy? Anything? Not a thing. Unless I can give Olsen an immediate blood transfusion, there is nothing mortal man can do for him. Absolutely nothing. Meanwhile, on a golf course in Long Beach, California... Two men in sweaters and slacks are approaching the tee-off for the 12th hole. Oh! Well, that par in the last hole puts you two up, Wilson. Looks like you're too good for me. <laughs> <laughs> Want to concede the match, Jacoby? No, sir, not a chance. I'll go down fighting. Ah, that's the spirit. Okay, go on, shoot. Right. Hey, listen to that wind. It came up awful suddenly. Do you think we're in the Holy smoke, look at this. Excuse me, gentlemen. What? The... Sorry to break up your game. Well, who are you? Superman. 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 Right. Uh, your name is George Jacoby, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Now, listen. A boy in Metropolis will die unless he receives a blood transfusion at once. Only you can save him, Mr. Jacoby. I can? Yes. 
According to Red Cross records, you have the same rare type blood he has. Are you willing to go back to Metropolis with me? Oh, why, yes, of course. Wonderful. I knew you wouldn't refuse. But you said he needs a transfusion at once. A plane will take hours. I travel much faster than a plane, as you'll see. Come along. Up with you. There. Now, if only we're not too late. Up and away! Leaving Mr. Wilson standing open-mouthed on the golf course, Superman leaps high into the air with George Jacoby in his arms and streaks away to the east to Metropolis and Jimmy Olsen. Will the Man of Steel arrive in time to save Jimmy's life? We'll know in a moment when we return for the tense climax of today's episode. So keep listening. Say, the next time you're at a football game, try this. Don't watch the star player who's carrying the ball. Watch the rest of the team. Notice how every player is doing his share. Right. Otherwise, the star wouldn't gain an inch all by himself. But if everybody pitches in, then you've got a winning team. Yes, sir. And that's how the community chest in your city gets things done. By good old American teamwork. Everybody pitches in to help the community chest. And they all benefit in return. Now listen. Here's how you can do your share for the community chest. Just form a team in your neighborhood. Some of you can round up every bit of old newspapers. Others can collect scrap iron. Somebody else can gather up old bottles. Now, your grocer will give you a refund on a lot of bottles. Others of you can sell the rest of your haul to a junk man. Then turn the money you get over to the community chest in your city. Every single cent helps. And believe me, you'll get it all back again in many ways. Because the community chest benefits you right in your neighborhood. For instance, do you swim at the YMCA or the YW? Are you a member of a scout troop? Do you have fun at your local playground? Then you're getting some of the many benefits from your community chest. So do your share, because everybody benefits when everybody gives to your community chest. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Arriving at the Metropolis Hospital with George Jacoby, Superman disappeared only to join Perry White a few minutes later in his guise of the mild-mannered, bespectacled Clark Kent. Together, they paced the floor tensely while Jimmy was given a blood transfusion. Then, with Lois Lane and Jimmy's mother, they waited through the long, anxious hours of the night. Now, as the gray dawn breaks over Metropolis, Lois has taken the fatigued Mrs. Olson into a lounge. Editor White and Kent are alone outside of Jimmy's room when the door opens and Dr. Springer, his face drawn from lack of sleep, joins them. Well, Doctor? Is he? Is he? Olson's approaching the crisis now. I can't be sure, of course, but I think he'll pass it safely. Oh, that's oh, fine. Wonderful, wonderful. I'll tell his mother and Lois. They're in the lounge. Oh, wait. If they're resting, I wouldn't disturb them till the crisis is over, Mr. White. As I say, I can't be sure Olson will come through. Under the circumstances, Chief, maybe it's best not to. All right. All right, I'll wait. Olson's been calling for you, Kent. He has? You mean he's conscious? It's just partly. He seems to have something on his mind. He keeps calling for you. Might help him come out of the coma if he hears your voice. Oh, swell. I'll go in and talk to him. Oh, may I come along, Doctor? Yes, but be very quiet, please. I will, yes. Why, right, this way. Just let him talk, Kent. Don't say much. Okay. Mr. Kent. Mr. Kent. Yes, Jim. I'm right here. Got Got... Got to stop him, Mr. Kent. What's that? Quiet, Chief. Got Stop him before it's too late. Stop whom, Jim? Stop him, Mr. Kent. Help me. Yes, Jim. Please help me. What's the poor kid talking about? I don't know, Chief, but I think he's trying to tell us about what happened to him. Mr. Kent. Yes, Jim. 
Please help me. Before it's too late. Of course I'll help you, Jim. Just tell me... Jim. He's lost consciousness again. Is he... Will he be all right? I can't tell. There's no change yet. Oh, I wonder what the poor kid was trying to tell me. Probably nothing. He was delirious. No. No, Chief, I think he wanted to tell me something important. He wanted me to help him. Help him to stop somebody. But who? Why? That'll have to wait. We must leave now, both of you. What? This is the crisis. Oh. Well, come on, Kent. When will we know about him, Doctor? Very soon. I'll call you as soon as the crisis is over. Thanks. Good luck, Jim. Quietly, Clark, Kent, and Perry White leave Jimmy Olsen's room. Will the boy reporter pass safely through his crisis? And what was he trying to tell Kent? Tomorrow's episode is tense and exciting, fellows and girls, so be sure to listen. Tune in, same time, same station, for Chapter 4 of Ruler of Darkness on The Adventures of Superman. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep. The Super Serial. Say, here's some hot-off-the-wire news. Hear all about those exciting color transfers of Harold Teen, Lilum's Shadow, and the Guff. Six in this new series, and you get them as prizes only with Kellogg's Shredded Wheat. One in every package. No box tops, no money to send. Hot iron transfers just four inches high. A cinch to press on. Sport them on your T-shirts, jackets, blouses, bandanas. Sure, wear them, swap them. Start your collection today. Look for your prize in every package of that sweet-as-a-nut cereal, Kellogg's Shredded Wheat. And now, a special announcement. If you're a breakfast skipper, better watch out. The Campfire Girls are on the march against mid-morning mopers. For this is Better Breakfast Week. The Campfire Girls have been studying the importance of a good breakfast for good health. This program came from New York. Stay tuned now for Captain Midnight, which follows in a moment. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.